Hello and welcome to That Will Preach. My name is Jeremy Mills. I'm so glad to have you along today. We're going to be looking at why we should consider using an old dictionary. Stay tuned. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to iTunes, give us a five-star review, and leave a comment. This would help us out so very much. Thank you for doing that today. Also, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash Jeremy-Mills. You can find a link there that will allow you to support us for as little as 99 cents a month. Prayerfully consider this. It would be most helpful and appreciated. Thank you so much, and God bless. Hello and welcome to That Will Preach. My name is Jeremy. Let's get started. Have you ever noticed how words change? They change their meaning over time. It is amazing to me how that words change. Even the very definition of words change. And the thing about it is, most of the time, it happens right in front of us. It's a slow fade. It's a gradual evolution of a word that just absolutely changes For instance, the word nice, if you was to say, that is a nice dress, that was a nice meal, that is a nice tie. It is a compliment, but the word nice originally meant silly, foolish, or simple. It's a far cry from the compliment today. Let's take the word awful. (laughs) You could say, that was an awful dress, or that's an awful tie. No, not really. You don't want to say that. That was a that was an awful trip and that was an awful hike. Oh, it was horrible. It was terrible. It was awful. When we use the word awful, we're thinking in something that is bad, something that is terrible, something that is unwanted. It is awful. But the word awful originally meant worthy of all. They used to say the awful majesty of God, which meant it was worthy of all. Boy. Hasn't that word changed today? The word clue in a mystery, you solve the mystery by finding a clue. A detective is trying to solve the case from a clue left behind. But the word clue originally meant a ball of yarn or a ball of string. And the way this came about, how we use the word clue today is because back in those days... They spent most of their time outside, and a lot of folks had gardens, or there were public gardens. And in these gardens, there were mazes made of bush, bushes and shrubbery. They would take a ball of yarn, or a clue, which was spelt C-L-E-W, and they would run it through the maze. And you knew how to get out of the maze by following the clue, C-L-E-W, or the ball of yarn. And this is how the word clue change from what it is today. We don't refer to it as a ball of yarn, but rather a piece of evidence or a hint. It would seem that these words are harmless and the changing of their definition is somewhat innocent and doesn't make that much of an impact. But we must be careful because the council culture in which we are living in today are trying to redefine everything. And one way they are doing it is going to the dictionary. And they are trying and are successfully changing the meaning of words. We must be careful. And so my suggestion to to any pastor or preacher or teacher, uh, my suggestion is that you look into 
an old dictionary. For instance, the word distraction. What's the word distraction mean to you? I'll give you a second to think about it. Most of us would think probably the word distraction. I looked it up on Google. So this is the latest and greatest. A thing that prevents someone from giving full attention to something else. That's probably about what most of us would think. But check this out. Webster's World Dictionary of the American Language, College Edition, 1952. The word distraction means this. To draw one away from their direction, giving mental relaxation and freedom from grief or guilt. What? Are you serious? And yes, we would think that today, that's exactly what it meant. To draw one away from, and that's where we stop. But in 1952, it said the distraction was to draw you away, number one, from your direction, which means you were going in one way. Now something is causing you to go into another direction. But then it goes on to say, giving mental relaxation and freedom from grief or guilt. Now that's a new one. So basically what this word means In 1952, the word distraction means to pull you away from your direction all the while allowing you to feel good about that decision of going another way. You think about that. I used this definition in a sermon titled, Feeling Good About Going the Wrong Way. See, distraction is a powerful tool the enemy is using to distract the world, those around us. Not only is he causing us to move and trying his best to get us to leave the direction towards righteousness, godliness, and holiness, and towards the kingdom of God. He's trying to get us to feel good about that decision. And so we might say, how is this possible? It's very simple. If he can get us to go after something we want that will lead us away from God, and we justify our decision, and we feel comfortable about the choice that we made to pursue it, Because it's something we want. Thus causing us to become farther, farther away from God. Every minister out there is probably thinking of a thousand different examples in the Bible. And yes, you're right. Samson, Gehazi, Achan, Judas, Demas. I don't know about you. That will preach. So here's the deal. Let me give you a tip. The next time you see a yard sale or a thrift store, Go in, if you got a moment, and go in on a hunt and find you a dictionary. Find you the oldest dictionary you can find in the next year. Just the fact that words change and their meaning and their definition is constantly changing, that within itself is a message. Because we proclaim the Word of God. Luke twenty-two thirty-three. Jesus said, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. 1 Peter 1, 25, But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this word by which the gospel is preached unto you. So go out there. Find you the oldest dictionary you can. You won't regret it. Have a great day. 